Hello everyone and welcome to another episode in the Run Brighter podcast. This is episode number 52 and this is going to be a short one, but I'm really excited to say that in just two days from when I'm filming this episode, I will be running the St. George Marathon with a goal to break a three-hour marathon yet again. Now in this episode, I'm not going to be talking about all my previous experiences. I encourage you to listen to some of my former episodes to learn about the five other marathons that I've ran and what I've gone through. There's been a lot of highs and significant lows throughout those experiences. And this last year between those races has definitely been a challenge. But sitting here today and talking to my camera, I can confidently say that physically and mentally, I don't believe that I've been in a better spot since I can last remember. Perhaps this is the best spot I've been in with a combination of both physical and mental that I can even comprehend, I think probably ever. And so it is really an exciting time for myself to go to St. George and attempt this big goal yet again. Four months ago, I moved to Denver, Colorado. And when I came out here prior to that, a week before, I went ahead and I signed up for this race. I committed myself to this goal that has been a goal of mine for a long time and a goal that is incredibly hard. 1% of people run a marathon and then 1% of those marathon runners can ever break a three hour marathon. So this is not something that is a layup for me. It's something I really have needed to push myself physically to do because when it comes to mental side and getting out there and training, I'm always fully motivated, but physically it is not something that I believe I was necessarily fully born to do. And so I've really needed to force myself to go above and beyond with my training, which ever since I've gotten to Denver, I believe I have done. You know, through this training, I set a lot of personal milestones for myself, running the two longest weeks I've ever ran, peaking this training at 66 miles, running through elevation, which I'm someone who has always had breathing problems. And when I first moved out to Denver, I was really struggling. Asthma attacks, huffing and puffing, struggling with the heat in the summer in combination. And really, I found a way to get adjusted and now I feel just as good as I feel at sea level when I'm out here and I'm training. And then I took it to the next level, going to some different areas such as Boulder, Colorado Springs, Leadville, where I participated and volunteered in the Leadville 100, pacing a runner for 16 miles and 14,000 feet. These are things that I did to really put myself through uncomfortable situations to then when I am out there and I am running this Saturday, I am prepared and ready to go for what is to come because running a 650 pace mile for 26.2 miles, it is not going to be comfortable by any means. Sometimes when I do that for one or two miles, it can be a little uncomfortable. So to do it for that length is going to be an incredible challenge. And then when it comes to nutrition, I really took care of my health and wellness this time around better than I've ever done. I am always trying to eat healthy and be conservative with the amount that I'm eating, but also making sure I'm eating enough while trying to stay away from all the sugary, high fat type food, greasy stuff. And when I've done my previous builds, there's always been the occasional moments of eating unhealthy and those could lead to somewhat consistent moments as well. Through this training, it was really in moderation. Yes, I enjoyed the croissant or the fried chicken once in a while through this training. I'm not gonna act like I was fully perfect and didn't have any cheat meals or anything like that, but I really said no to a lot and kept myself really accountable to eating a very, very healthy diet 
throughout this training build. And when it comes to alcohol, I do believe that alcohol, it significantly can worsen your running performance. It dehydrates you. And I'm not saying you should never enjoy a drink by any means, but if you want to seek out your full potential within running, then it's something that you really want to limit. And I'm proud to say that throughout this training, it was probably by far the least amount I've drank over a four month span since I even started drinking. I mean, I did have a couple of fun nights um, and a couple of casual drinks, but I don't think I had more than a few throughout this entire training. And in the last month, I maybe drank once, which was at a work dinner. And so I'm really proud to say that, you know, I really pushed myself to say no in a lot of social situations. And I really put myself first through this training, put my nutrition, my health, and my well being to make sure that mentally and physically, when I was out there and I was training, I would be able to give 120% because that is what is needed for this goal, specifically for me. But if you're curious what the game plan is, I actually am going to be flying to Las Vegas and then we're going to be driving from Vegas to St. George. It's just mostly because there's more flights that go into Vegas than St. George. It's a much more economical travel plan. There's a very small airport in St. George. We've got a couple people from some different cities coming. My buddy Dylan will also be running the marathon with me. My buddy Adam and Alex are coming for support. And I think that they were excited about the fact that we were going to Vegas after the race. And so, yeah, we'll be meeting up tomorrow morning there, getting a nice healthy breakfast in, getting the rent-a-car, and then driving from Vegas up to St. George, where I'll directly be going to the expo, grabbing what we need to be ready to go for the race, the bib, all that fun stuff. And then from there, checking into the hotel, having a nice healthy carb-fueled dinner, and then hopefully getting a really good night of sleep to then be ready to rock and roll at 7 a.m. And it's gonna be Mountain Standard Time is when the race kicks off. And the goal, of course, is to be done before 10 a.m. This race has, I think, around 5,000 runners. There is a half marathon that will also be going on, I believe, at the same time. And we'll be running through the beautiful streets of St. George, starting at roughly 5,000 feet in elevation and finishing at 3,000 feet elevation. So the race is a net downhill. There are some rolling hills, so I have to be prepared to be able to go up some hills, but I'll be definitely be going down much more than I'm going up. I'll be wearing the Nike Vaporfly Next% Percent 3s. I've worn these shoes just for two miles during a training run, so I'm really excited to break those out and be able to capitalize on some amazing race shoes as well. And the conditions for the race, based on what I'm currently seeing, look really good with the early morning temperature at 53 degrees. And by the time I'm expecting to finish, it should be in the low 60s with light wind. This is the best conditions I've had in a marathon since my first marathon in Philly when it was about 30, 40 degrees. And I think it got maybe up to 50 at the end. But every marathon I have done since then, it has been over 70 degrees, a decent part of the race, which when you get above 70, it is a little bit more challenging to run. So there's really no excuses. We had four months of healthy training. We have our health and nutrition that was really taken care of. The weather conditions are good. I had a really enjoyable taper and I'm feeling really energetic, ready to move, ready to run, ready to accomplish something incredibly special on Saturday. But at the end of the day, you know, my best marathon time is a three hour and 13 minute marathon. This is a 13 minute PR goal that I have set for myself. And when I did hit that 313, I was in very, very good shape. So it's not to discredit my previous training by what I'm doing now, but just something to keep in mind that, yes, I was working very hard at that time to training in New York City. 
but I think that this training has been a little different and I truly do think that this race is going to be something super special that I'll never forget regardless of the result whether that's a one minute PR that's breaking three or somewhere in between I'm just really thrilled that I'll be able to do this race and I think really most importantly is the fact that like I said at the beginning mentally and physically I have not been in a spot like this with running in a long long time so I am just really excited to have a kick-ass fun race and see what I am capable of putting myself in the pain cave and really really challenging myself through that experience through every single step and every single second of the St. George Marathon. But yeah, that's all we got. This is a quick episode to hype you up for the experience to come. I appreciate everyone's support. I know so many of you have been following along on this journey, asking me about my running and about the race specifically, asking for tips and advice based on what I'm doing. I love all of that stuff. And yeah, I'm just honored to have an amazing community that backs me, that's there for me and wants to see me succeed. I will be posting as much as I can on social media throughout this weekend. Definitely check me out there, run underscore brighter, B-R-E-I-T-E-R. If you haven't seen me, throw me a follow, like this episode, and as always, don't forget to run brighter. Thanks, everyone.